0: I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Dustin's Wife Part 2 by Parker. Part 4 Dildo Shopping Vicky sat on her bed wondering what to wear. What is appropriate for going out to buy a fake dick? A skirt? Yes, a skirt. She was going to be with the two guys she was fucking and she didn't want to have a bunch of fumbling with buttons or zippers if they wanted her to try out a dildo. Oh my god! Would they want her to do that? In the store? A sexual tremor shivered through her. She had never been to a sex toy shop and so had no idea what went on there. But if the word sex was in the name then they probably didn't play pinochle there. Penis knuckle she thought and laughed. She was giddy with excitement. Get a grip on yourself, girl. She said out loud and then grabbed her tit. She laughed again but it turned into a groan as she brushed her fingertips across her ultra-sensitive nipple. Stop that, she told herself. Vicky decided on a pair of see-through red panties, French cut, not thong, a pleated, plaid skirt, a white short-sleeved dress shirt and knee-high socks. To complete the look she put her hair in pigtails the proper schoolgirl, except that her huge breasts were swinging free and her nipples poked little tents in the front of the shirt. The shirt was thin enough to show the darker area of her areola. The skirt came to about four inches above her knees. She sat on the bed and looked at her watch. She still had a few minutes before she was to meet them. She wondered if she had enough time to quench the itching in her pussy, again. She thought better of it. She wanted that tension. She didn't know what was going to happen but she wanted someone else to make her come. That she was sure would happen. At 630 she drove to the mall and parked. The mall was a good place to meet because she could leave her car and if anyone saw it, she could say she was shopping. It was just getting dark so she wasn't worried about being seen in Andy's car. Vicky waited about 10 minutes for the guys to show up. She was lightly stroking her inner thigh, resisting the temptation to finger herself. She saw a couple teenage boys walking across the parking lot and wanted so badly to call them over so they could see what she was doing. Maybe if she asked nice they might let an old lady of thirty-two, like her, suck their dicks. It had been so long since she had tasted young cum. She wet her lips. Someone banged on the trunk of the car and she jumped. Whatcha doing in there Vicky? It was Andy. He was standing with his thumbs hooked into his belt loops and his fingers framing his bulge. She wet her lips again. She wanted some of that. Mike appeared beside him. She stared at the two bulges just a couple feet away. Her hand moved up her leg. Goddamn, can't you keep your fingers out of your snatch for even ten minutes? Andy asked, jokingly. Come on, Andy, Mike said. She's not playing with her elf in a parking lot as she watches a couple young bucks walk by. Vicky blushed knowing that he had read her thoughts. She not that type of woman. She's married. Mike reached in through the open window and flipped her skirt up. Her fingertips were about an inch away from her cunt. See. What did I tell you? She's just thinking about it. Vicky opened the car door. You guys woke the beast. Don't blame me for feeding it. She swung her legs to get out. Sweet Jesus Christ. Stop right there. Andy said. She was sitting with both legs over the side. Spread your legs. He said. She did. The housewife knew she had made the right choice when both guys whistled as her little red panties came into view showing her slit through the thin material. Vicky smiled at their attention. She put one arm across the steering wheel so they would notice she was also brawless. Oh fuck, Mike said. You are so goddamn sexy. Vicky blushed again. After twelve years of being unnoticed it was nice to have guys drooling over her. Thank you, she said. Oh no, thank you, Andy said. He looked at Mike. Can't we just stay here and fuck in the car? She looks so tasty. I can see her nips through her shirt. Look at her pigtails. I could hold on to them while I fuck her face. He put his hand on his zipper. Hold on there, big guy. Vicky said. She put her hand on his and then slid it to his cock. She squeezed him through his jeans. Keep this in your pants for now. I have been thinking about going shopping all day. Andy frowned. If you buy me something nice, I'll let you watch me use it. He smiled and took her hand. Let's go then. Andy led her to his car. Vicky murmured softly when Mike came up behind her and put his hand under her skirt and touched her ass. He rubbed it as they walked. His fingers tried to slip under her panties. Hey, she said, brushing him away. Bad boys don't get a treat. She scolded. And what do bad girls get? Mike asked. Bad girls. Vicky said, as she slid to the middle of the front seat. Get fucked in the ass by your fat cock. Her hand went inside her shirt as they drove away. Mike kept her purring all the way to the shop by caressing her thigh close to her crotch. Andy was rubbing the other leg. Vicky had to stop Mike a couple times. Once when he touched her pussy and once when he grabbed her tit. Oh no. Slow down, Calba. She said, prying his claw off her tit. Listen up, both of you. I love when you touch me and do other things, but my boobies are very sensitive. They are like the fuse on the dynamite. I can come just from having my titties suck so please. If it's just priming the pump, don't touch there. Both guys said that was good to know. They looked at each other wondering about her newfound confidence. And don't pet the kitty unless you are going to feed her. Kitty has claws when she's hungry. Vicky said as she dug her nails into Mike's hand when he grabbed her crotch. Ouch. He said pulling his hand away. So many rules. Not so many. Now put your hand back on my leg, I like that. She said. I do believe we have lost control. Andy said. As if either of you ever really had it. Vicky answered. She who rules the pussy, rules the world. So true. So true. Mike said as the housewife fished in their pants. Look at me. I'm skiing. Vicky laughed, as she sat with a cock in each hand. She stroked them both slowly until they got to the sex store. So what do they have in here? Vicky asked as they left the car and walked to the store, arm in arm with her two men. Videos, games, dildos, oils, bunches of stuff. Mike said, The store was like a wonderland to Vicky. With her Catholic school upbringing and her dull marriage, she never knew there could be so many sexually themed items. The pimply-faced kid at the register did a double take when they walked in. He smiled at Vicky. A big dumb smile. Vicky's heart was thumping in her chest. So many things to bring her pleasure. She looked at the counter. The wall behind the clerk was covered with toys and accessories. Like a kid at Toys R Us, Vicky was giddy. She ran to the counter, her tits bouncing. The clerk stood open-mouthed as she jumped up and down in front of him. His head nodded following her bouncing breasts. Vicky clapped her hands as she looked at her new toys. We! I want that! And that! And that! And that big one on the end. And what do you do with that? She was pointing to some bondage stuff. Mike walked around the store. There were no other customers. Andy laughed and joined her. Andy put his hand on her shoulder. He looked at the clerk. He was a skinny kid about 19 with a bad haircut, braces, and lots of zits. He was smiling so big he could have swallowed his own head. Calm down, kitten. Your bouncing knockers are going to kill this guy. Vicky stopped bouncing and smiled at the kid. I'm sorry, she said demurly. I'm just so excited. She pressed against the counter, and her tits rested on the glass top. Ah, I can tell, he said shyly, staring at her knockers. Vicky looked at where he was staring. Her nipples were poking out like two fingers against the confines of her shirt. The lights in the glass counter made her shirt see through so the outline of each tit and details of her nipples were very visible. You are a naughty boy, she said. She looked at her chest again, and with her head tilted down she raised her eyes to meet his. He blushed so deep she thought his head was going to explode. Vicky wanted to have a little fun and tease the guy. He looked like the kind that never gets laid. Do you think I have nice boobies? Vicky asked with a sexy grin. "Uh Uh-huh, he answered, still staring. You want to see them? The kid nodded his head so hard it almost fell off. Vicky's hands went to the buttons. Andy stopped her. If you are not going to behave we are going home he said i'm just having a little fun you don't mind do you she batted her eyes at the kid ama um, ah uh, uh, no i don't i mean andy decided to join the fun you like what you see kid scared that he got caught trying to flirt oh no sir what vicky said the clerk looked at her i mean i, I. knowing he couldn't when he went into sales mode He didn't want the guy getting mad because he was turned on and didn't want the woman mad because he said he wasn't. Is there anything you see that you like? Sir? Ma'am? You look like the kind of guy who knows women. Vicky wasn't done with him yet. She moved back from the counter a bit and lifted her skirt. The sight was amazing. Her dark socks stopped at her knees. Then there was an expanse of pink flesh up to her red sheer panties. Her skirt framed the top of the picture. Her thin panties showed all she had. Her neatly trimmed bush and her pussy lips. She spread her legs a bit and tilted her hips up so he could get a better view of her snatch. You got anything that will fit in here. The young clerk stumbled back like he had been slapped. He wasn't used to a beautiful woman with a body like the porn stars, who were his jerk-off fantasies, coming into the store. Much less one of them showing him her pussy. He was going to faint. Mike had been looking around the store and saw them at the counter. This can't be good, he thought when Vicky lifted her dress. He walked over. What are you two doing? Stop that. Leave the poor guy alone, or I'll make you blow him. You know I hate women that tease and you said you weren't one. Mike said sternly, pushing Vicky's skirt down. Vicky dropped her skirt and glared at him. You'll make me blow him? Have you forgotten? I own the pussy, I make the rules. Vicky said with her hands defiantly on her hips. Oh yeah? About that. Mike reached out and pinched her nipple. He held it and started jiggling her tit as if it was a handle. What the fuck? Vicky shouted. Let go. A chain of sparks went off in her head. Damn it, let go. She tried to pull away. Wrong move. All that did was cause him to hold tighter. He grabbed the other. Stop. Stop, please. Stop. Mike saw she was losing the battle between being the boss and lust. He tugged on her tits and pulled her to him. He bit the lobe of her ear. Vicky's look changed from anger to need. You are such a bastard. She was no longer in control and realized she never was. Oh shit that feels so good. Em, em, oh baby. Please stop or you'll make me come please. She begged. The clerk was entranced watching the show. He never knew women could be so starved for sex. He was really excited and put his hand in his pocket. He rubbed himself as he watched. Mike whispered into her ear. I'm gonna shove my cock in you right here in front of this guy. He twisted her nipples roughly and true to her word, Vicky started to orgasm. She was already so amped up that the thought of a public fucking brought on tremors. Vicky whimpered and shook. Her tits were aching and sent sparks to her pussy. It was a little one but enough to stop her in her tracks. Oh God. Oh God. Vicky moaned. Her body tensed and her eyes closed. She put her hands on Mike's shoulders to steady herself. Andy went to the wall and picked the big dildo Vicky had wanted. It was about eleven inches long and as thick as the cucumber he had made her use. He slapped it on the counter. Can I get a deal on this if she can get it all the way in her twat? The clerk looked at the fake dong and at Vicky and nodded. Andy motioned with his finger for Vicky to come over. Mike didn't want to lose his advantage so he let go of one tit, slipped behind her, and hugged her with both hands on her knockers. He squeezed and fondled them as he pushed Vicky toward the counter. Vicky was recovering from her mini-orgasm as Mike walked her to Andy. Mike's actions and the feeling of his hard dick pressed against her ass as they moved got the fires burning again. She saw the dildo on the counter and gasped. There was no way that would fit in her. Was there? I guess you need to watch to see if it fits, Andy said. The clerk just stood there with his mouth open and his hand in his pocket. Andy grabbed a chair from behind the counter and put it on the floor by a display of videos. He motioned for Vicky to sit down. I can't. Not here. She begged. Not in public. Not in front of him. Mike slipped his hand inside her shirt. Oh. Vicky moaned. His hand on her naked flesh got her twitching again. He cupped her tit and ran his thumb over her nipple. Vicky groaned and sat down with Mike behind her still playing with her tit. Goddamn, that's huge. Mike said. Andy grabbed some lube and coated the rubber cock. He held it front of him and stroked it like he was jerking off. Vicky was mesmerized. It looked like a real cock the way he was holding it. Without thinking, she spread her legs. Her hand went behind her and rubbed Mike's bulge through his pants. Legs up, Andy commanded. Vicky pulled her knees to her chest. Her thin panties were soaked and displayed her pussy for the clerk. Mike released her tits and held her legs up just below her knees. He spread them apart. Andy moved closer. Vicky gasped when he grabbed her panties and ripped them from her. He turned to the clerk. Souvenir. He threw them on the counter. He rubbed the head of the dildo against Vicky's pussy. Holy shit. You're soaking wet girl. Vicky was mortified at being spread eagle in front of this stranger with her pussy open and exposed. No one but her husband had seen her naked until a few days ago. Now she was spread wide for a kid she didn't know in a public store with a guy she hardly knew trying to shove a monster dildo in her. She wanted to put her legs down but the need to get fucked was greater than her shame. The chance of someone else coming in and seeing her added to her excitement. Andy grinned and looked at Mike as her hairlined lips parted and accepted the head of the massive dildo. He twisted it one way then the other to loosen her up. Vicky was rolling her head back and forth, moaning like crazy. Fuck me with that big dick, daddy. Make me come. The clerk watched in stunned silence as half the massive cock was worked into the woman's pussy. Andy took Vicky's hand and put it on the dildo so she could fuck herself. He went to the clerk. Ever seen anything like that before? Ah. No. To tell you the truth, me either, but it's fucking great. Ain't it? Andy smiled as the clerk watched, open-mouthed and wide-eyed. All he could do was nod. Andy put his hand on the kid's shoulder. Take your hand out of your pocket, boy, he told him. The clerk quickly complied and said he was sorry. It's okay, I'm half-tempted to jerk off myself. But I won't and you won't. You know why. The boy shook his head. Andy pointed to Vicky. There's better ways to come. He led him by the shoulder to stand beside Vicky. Dustin's wife moving the dildo in her twat with her eyes closed but opened them when she felt something brush her leg. She looked and saw the clerk standing so close to her that his leg was touching hers. His face was like a kid on Christmas Day with a house full of presents. She looked lower and saw the bulge of his hard-on. Oh God! WWW w w oh oh You Dee doing? She looked at Andy. She was embarrassed to have the clerk standing so close watching her push and pull the dildo, slick from her juices, in and out of her raw cunt, but she just couldn't stop. What's your name, kid? Mike asked. T.T. Tommy. He stammered. Vicky, this is T.T. Tommy. Say hi. Hi Tom Tommy Y.Y. She groaned out as another wave of pleasure went through her. So Tommy. Mike said, pulling Vicky's shirt open. Ever seen tits like this? Tommy shook his head. Not in real life. Real. Mike said. Oh, these babies are real. No implants, all natural. Look at them nipples. Mike reached over Vicky's shoulders and squeezed her tits. He flicked her nipples with his thumbs. Vicky groaned and pushed the dildo further in. Vicky was more turned on than she had ever been. The shame and excitement of having this stranger look at her exposed body while she fucked herself with a huge fake cock was electric. The dildo was making squishy sounds as she moved it. She felt like such a slut. Go on. Grab one. Mike said. Vicky looked up at Mike and shook her head. She didn't know what would happen if this stranger, this kid, touched her. No. Please no. She pleaded. Mike took the kid's hand and put it on Vicky's tit. She'll love it. Tommy, encouraged by the men nodding their heads, started squeezing Vicky. He felt her hard nipple against his palm. Pull on that big nip. Mike urged. Tommy did. Yes, touch me. Rub my tit. Vicky cried out in pleasure. Andy reached down and stopped Vicky from fucking herself. She looked at him panting. What? (laughs) Ha ha. Don't stop me. Don't stop me. I'm right there. Tell Tommy you are sorry for teasing him. Vicky tried to push the cock back in but Andy held it. Vicky looked at Tommy and then at his crotch. She groaned as his and Mike's fondling of her chest caused another pleasure wave. She needed to come and was ready to do whatever was necessary. I'm sorry. She said between breaths. Now ask if you can suck his cock to show that you are not a tease. Vicky stared angrily at Andy. She was not that far gone. No. Don't make me. Please, Andy. I can't. Andy shoved the dildo into her heart and fucked three strokes then pulled it almost all the way out. Oh, God. No. Vicky cried. Andy pulled it out further. The woman knew she had to do what they said if she was going to get release. She looked into the clerk's bulging eyes. Tommy. Tommy, can I please suck your cock, please? Tommy looked at the two men and then nodded his head. Vicky reached up and unzipped his pants. She reached in and pulled out his stiff pecker. It wasn't as big as she had hoped but it was stiff. She could smell his ball sweat. She dragged him by his dick until she could reach it with her mouth. Oh fuck. Tommy groaned. And he pushed the fake cock in her again. Mum Mamem. Vicky groaned around the cock in her mouth. She used one hand to hold Tommy and the other to work the fake dick. Tommy couldn't believe his first real tit was on a sexy woman who was also giving him his first blowjob. This was the best day of his life. He squeezed the tit and moved his hips against Vicky's pretty mouth. He almost came from just the sight of her pretty face with his cock sliding in and out of her mouth. This is the best day of my life, he said to Andy and Mike. Vicky's cheeks hollowed as she sucked hard on him. She was lost in a lust rage. His cock tasted so good and felt good in her mouth. Tommy grabbed her head and she knew he was close. Men always grab your head when they are going to come, she thought. I guess that's to keep you from pulling away. That was not necessary with Vicky. She pumped the dildo between her legs faster as he fucked her mouth. Tommy cried out and his cock exploded. Vicky took him deep so she wouldn't miss a drop of his young cum. She shuddered as another climax hit her. I think she's hungry. Mike said, watching her throat move as she swallowed. With his orgasm finished, Tommy pulled his shrinking dick from the woman's still sucking lips. He collapsed against the counter. Andy took his place and fed his cock to Dustin's wife. She slurped on it eagerly, wanting that next load in her throat. Andy pumped his hips against her face, pushing his cock as deep as he could. Vicky didn't gag. She took him all the way to the balls. Andy groaned as his cock went down her throat. Vicky pumped that massive rubber cock all the way in her twat as she felt Andy grab her pigtails. She relaxed her neck muscles and his cock moved into her throat canal. Vicky had never experienced this before. Like the movie, she was using her throat to milk his cock. It was tickling her and sending new thrills throughout her body. Suck it, Vicky! Suck my cock! Andy screamed at her. He held her pigtails and viciously pumped as far into her mouth as he could. He held her face tight against his pubic hair. Oh, fuck, baby. I'm coming. och, You bitch, take it all. Ah. Vicky was surprised by the fierceness of his orgasm. Feeling his cum pour down her throat, his pulling her hair, Mike mauling her tits, and the monster organ between her legs caused the massive climax she so desperately needed. Her body twitched and jerked as it hit her. and he pulled his dick out when he finished. He had to struggle as her throat tried to keep him there. He had never had a woman take him so deep and when he came it was like her throat muscles were squeezing the juice out of him. His dick exited her mouth with a popping sound. Vicky twitched again when her airway was unobstructed and she could breathe. She took in big gulps of air and shouted, I'm Kyuomi! Oh fuck! I'm Kyuomi! Oh God! Oh God, oh God! Her body shook as her orgasm overtook her. Her hands and feet flailed and Mike raped his arms around her to keep her from hurting herself. It looked like a seizure. After a couple minutes her breathing slowed and her limbs stopped twitching. Holy fuck, man. Is she alright? Tommy asked, scared. Yeah. She just comes hard, Andy said. Vicky opened her eyes and looked at Mike hugging her. I love you. She hoarsely whispered. She reached her hand out to Andy. He held her hand. I love you too, she said weakly. She's fine, Andy said, pulling the dildo out of her. He looked at Tommy. Take it. After what she did for me you can take anything you want. Mike put Vicky's clothes back together. Vicky had trouble standing and walking so she put her arm over Mike's shoulder. He helped her out of the store and to the car. Andy filled two big bags with sex stuff. He figured he collected about a thousand dollars worth. He followed the others out to the car. Mike sat in the back holding Vicky and Andy drove. Vicky was acting drunk or stoned. She was leaning against Mike. I love you. She slurred her words. Of course you do, Mike replied. I do. I really do. And you, Andy. I love you. Mike stroked her hair. You didn't come, did you? She asked him. Nah. That's okay. You came enough for everybody. I came. Andy called from the front. Boy, did you ever. I thought you were going to drown me, Vicky said. She still sounded woozy. My pussy hurts and my hair hurts and my throat hurts. She turned to Mike. My ass feels okay if you want to fuck me there. That's okay, sweetie. I'll get mine later. He pulled her backward to rest against him again. You guys are so nice to me. Nice? Andy said. We treat you like a whore. But I'm your whore and I know you would never let anything bad happen to me. You make me feel better and sexier than I ever have. Are you sure you don't want to fuck my ass? Mike shook his head. Can you rub my boobs? They hurt. Mike slipped his hand in her shirt and softly caressed her breasts. He tried not to do it in a sexual way, but that was impossible. After a couple rubs her nipples were erect again. His fingers were brushing over them. Oh, God. That feels so good. Vicky purred. Fuck, you know how to make me feel good. I can feel your cock digging into my back. Sorry. Mike said as Vicky moved and laid on her side on the other side of the seat. Don't be sorry. Just stick it in my ass. Vicky. Mike said. I think you have had enough tonight. Vicky pulled her leg to her chest, presenting him with a nice-ass view. Come on, tiger. My juices are still flowing and I need your cock. She said, reaching back and spreading her cheeks. Mike pulled out his cock. He spit on it and laid on top of her. Vicky held his dick and positioned it at her asshole. She moaned as she helped him get it in. Mike felt her tight asshole accept him. He pushed deep into her. Fuck me, baby. Fuck my ass. Mike was so horny he knew he wouldn't last long. It took only a few strokes and Vicky moaning and begging him to come in her ass. She grunted as he drove deep into her bowel and shot his load. Oh, yeah? I can feel. I can feel it. Pump it all in me. When they were done, Andy threw a towel from one of the bags. Mike laughed as he read it. What? Vicky said. "It says ass wipe. Mike answered as he cleaned up. When you are done can I use it? Of course. Was it good baby? Did you come good? She asked. It was great. You are always great. You know that. Mike said handing her the towel. Do I take care of my guys or what? And you take care of me. That's why I love you. Vicky said holding the towel to her ass. My car's over there. She kissed them both on the cheek and got in her car. What's with this love business? Mike asked Andy as she drove away. Hey, you were the guy who said what can go wrong. Yeah, we might be in trouble here. Epilogue, Tommy smiled when they left. He really did mean they could take whatever they wanted. He knew he would get the money back and then some. He whistled as he went to get the tapes from the two security cameras. This really was the best day of his life. Of course, the best day of young Titi Tommy's life was nothing compared to the worst day of his life, which happened about eight months later. He was leaving his new house heading to his Porsche when he was accosted by two unknown assailants that he cannot identify and had never seen before. They took his wallet and broke his leg. And this happened the same night a mysterious electrical fire burned up a bunch of boxes of junk in his basement. According to the official police report Hey Titi Tommy! Remember us? A voice called as a hand landed on his shoulder. It landed hard. Hey gee guys what's happening? What are you doing here? We were just driving by and spotted you and decided to stop for a talk. Mike said, still holding the kid's shoulder. About what? This. Andy said, holding up a copy of Vicky buys a dildo. Oh that. I was trying to get a hold of you guys to give you your share but I didn't know how. Tommy said nervously. Our share. And how much is that? Mike asked. Well, that's tough to figure out right off the top of my head, but it's a few grand for sure. That's great, Mike said. Can always use a few grand. Keeps the ladies happy when you spend money on them. Yeah, Tommy said, feeling more relaxed. And we can get a whole lot more if you guys can find that broad again, he said eagerly. Who? Her? Andy asked, holding up the tape. Yeah. Listen her tapes are selling like hotcakes. I've sold about 40,000 in just a few months over the internet. That bitch is a gold mine. Tommy realized he said too much when he saw Andy figuring the numbers. That's more than a few grand. Let's see. 40k sold at a Andy looked at the tape. $80 a pop. That's a couple? 3 million. Aimed it? But it's not all profit. There's expenses. Distribution costs. Production costs. Materials, shipping, accounting. You understand. Tommy countered. Seems like young Tommy has become quite the businessman. Mike said and it was the last thing Tommy heard before the crushing pain in his knee caused him to scream and pass out. No one but us calls our whore a bitch. Mike said. Tommy came to in a chair in his home office. It had taken the guys about 15 minutes to find the safe behind the entertainment unit. That's a big safe, Tommy. I bet there is a lot of stuff in there. What's the combo? Andy asked. You can't do this, you bastards. It took Mike only 45 seconds with a letter opener to get the combination from him. Andy was impressed. Feeling the blood run down his neck, Tommy realized that while you can get by with only one eardrum, no amount of money will buy back the second one. Well, looky here. Two tape masters. It's smart to keep them in a safe or someone could steal them. And what do we have here? Money, money, money. Andy said. He spoke loudly so the kid could hear him. Don't take it all, please. Tommy begged. Andy told Tommy that they were not heartless, and Andy divided the money into four stacks. One for each of the stars. After the money was divided, he took half of Tommy's stack. Because you didn't ask permission. Andy said. Mike called out from the basement that something happened and a fire started in the room where four cartons of the video were being stored. They all burned up. Along with the duping equipment. Tommy cursed at them again. Mike came back to the office. He leaned in to whisper to the kid while Andy put their money in two big garbage bags. They were stuffed so full he had to pack them down. That woman is no longer available for more movies. If you know what I mean. We know who you are but you don't know who we are. So it's best to bite the bullet on this one or bad things could happen. Bad, bad, bad things. Mike squirted lighter fluid from the can he used for the fire onto Tommy's lap. Tommy jumped, and his damaged leg caused him to scream in pain. He got the idea. After they left he thought about telling the police everything but then he didn't know what laws he might have broken in making the tape. Also he didn't want to have to explain how he knew those guys. He thought about revenge and realized he wasn't brave enough for that. Fuck it, Tommy thought. He dialed 911. He looked at the stack of bills, about 300k. I can always find some slut to make another movie but I only got one dick. Part 5 So what do we have in store for our fuck toy today? Mike asked when he learned that they were going to visit Vicky again. Not just today. And he answered. The company is sending Dustin away for a three-day training seminar. Leaves Friday morn. And comes back late mon. Take your vitamins and eat your Wheaties my friend cause we are going to fuck his wife all weekend. He smiled wickedly. I wanna go with you. Vicky told her husband. No, Dustin said, throwing clothes in a suitcase. I never get to go anywhere. I'm in this stupid house all day. You wanted this stupid house and I have to work my ass off to pay for it. He got some clothes from the closet. And this is a work thing. You don't want me there. You're ashamed of me. Vicky pouted. These are business people. You're a housewife. He said. I'm a housewife because you won't let me get a job. Like you could do a job. About the only one you could do is a bra model if they let you wear big-ass stretch pants. You think my ass is too big? Well, maybe you could do some exercises while you are home all day instead of watch TV. Dustin closed the suitcase. Now you are saying I'm fat? Not me. The mirror says that. Your friends from work don't think so. Which ones? That Mike guy from the birthday party the other night. His wife walked out on him, and he's desperate. He was just trying to get in your pants. Little does he know. What the hell do you mean by that? It means that some sports cars look good but drive like a tractor. Maybe it's the driver and not the car. Some drivers take time to warm up the car before they go for a drive. Are you kidding? A fucking volcano couldn't warm up a stone-cold bitch like you. Go fuck yourself. At least I'd be satisfied when it's over. You'd be the only one. I've got to go. I'll be calling several times a day and you'd better be here when I do. He threatened. Or what? Dustin backhanded his wife across the face. Vicky fell across the bed. Don't talk back to me, bitch. He saw her lying across the bed and got excited. He loved being in control. He walked to the side where her face was. He unzipped his pants. Open your mouth. You're going to give me a goodbye blowjob. No, Vicky answered. Dustin grabbed her wrist and twisted it. Vicky screamed. Vicky saw his erection and knew he would keep hurting her until she did what he wanted. She opened her mouth for him. Dustin only lasted a half dozen strokes. Vicky swallowed as he shot his load. You're a lousy fuck but you give a decent BJ. He said as he stuffed his cock in his pants. He picked up his suitcase and left his wife crying on the bed. Be here when I call, bitch. He said. Dustin had been gone for about five hours and Vicky was still upset when the phone rang. Just got in. I'll call later. When? Vicky asked. Whenever I fucking want to. You just better be there. He hung up without saying goodbye. Fuck him. She thought. I'll go out if I want to go out. And I'll go where I want. She thought about calling Andy and Mike but then decided not to. She had other options. I bet there are a lot of guys out there who don't think I'm fat. Why should she tie herself down? Now that was something she hadn't tried yet. If she was going to cheat on her husband, then shouldn't she see what's out there? Besides, she was getting feelings for Mike and Andy and didn't want to end up getting hurt when they got tired of her. Those two are just having a fling and using her for sex, so why can't she find it on her own? If they really cared about her, they wouldn't let her stay with a husband that abuses her. They would come up with some way to keep her to themselves. But they don't care, so why should she? Vicky was angry as she sorted through what clothes to wear. She wasn't sure if she was angry with Dustin or the other two. They knew he was out of town. Why haven't they called? She looked through her closet and realized she had nothing sexy to wear. Over the years her husband had controlled what she could buy and what she could wear. She had a couple gowns and jeans and frumpy housewife dresses but nothing that would get anyone's attention. I need to go shopping for slut clothes, she said. Vicky went to the mall. Before she left the house she decided on a pair of yellow... And red striped panties as her base. She would build her outfit from there. She threw on a pair of old jeans and a shirt, knowing they were going in the trash as she bought replacement articles. There were so many stores she had never been in because Dustin thought only whores and tramps shopped there. Well, since she was now a tramp, it was time to get the right clothes. Wanting to increase her chances of getting noticed, she bought a white elastic tube top and a short yellow skirt. She couldn't wear her brow with the top because she was pushed and pretty tight. She looked in the dressing room mirror. Holy shit, you better cover the girls a bit more. Her mind told her. Her tits were stretching the top so much it was almost see-through. Her nipples created little, well more than little, dark bumps that said hi. Pinch me and deep enough cleavage that someone could fall in. She put on a red shirt but tied it at the waist rather than button it. She lifted her skirt. She wiggled her hips. They match. She giggled. Girl, you are hot. Vicky left the store with her old clothes in a bag, which she dropped in the nearest trash container. She was delighted as different guys started following her around. She would lose one by going into a store and another would follow when she came out. She went to the shoe store and watched the salesman's eyes bulge when she spread her legs enough for him to see her panties. They weren't see-through but displayed an outline of her pussy mound for him. She tried several pairs of shoes and when she left his eyes weren't the only thing bulging. She was followed into a bookstore by a kid who looked just barely eighteen. She made sure to reach for high books or bend over for low ones. She thought it was cute that he pretended to be interested in the same sections as she was and always managed to find a book behind her. She worked her way to a back corner of the store where they were the only two customers. Vicky turned to face him. He was sweating and blushed when she caught him looking up her skirt. Young man, she said. Are you looking up my dress? n no, he stammered. Vicky walked over close to him. Her tits were just below his chin. She stroked his hair. Vicky looked around and saw they were alone. She lifted her skirt and showed him her panties. He stared wide-eyed and open-mouthed. She pulled her top off one tit. The kid gasped. Have you ever seen a tit before? she asked. All he could do was stare and shake his head. The nipple was hard enough to poke his eye out. Vicky moved forward and her nipple went into his open mouth. Suck it! She ordered that he was close to passing out but instinct took over and he sucked like a baby on the pretty woman's boob. His hand went up to squeeze the other. Vicky put her hand down and felt his boy cock. It was thin and only four inches long but it was hard like a rock. She squeezed him through his pants. The boy pulled away from her tit and looked questioningly at her. Suck my tit and I'll jerk you off. Be quick before we get caught. The boy jammed his face back on her massive breast and sucked like his life depended on it. Vicky moaned quietly, enjoying the feeling. Her other hand rubbed him through his pants. She did another security check and unzipped his pants. The kid groaned as her fingers touched his erection and pulled it free. Vicky pushed his head away. She wanted to do more than touch him. His sucking her tit got her excited. She dropped to a squatting position. His boy meat smelled delicious. She opened her mouth. The boy groaned loudly as she sucked his cock. It only took a few seconds for him to come. He instinctively held her head and bucked his young hips against her face. huh. He moaned as his cum was sucked from him. Vicky eagerly swallowed it all and took a couple extra licks before she stuffed it back in his pants. Vicky stood up and tucked her tit back in her top. At the end of the aisle an old man was grinning as he watched them. His hand was rubbing the front of his pants. Hurry up! Vicky said as she motioned with her finger. The old guy almost ran to her unzipping and pulling his erection free from his pants he stuck his hands in her top and mauled her tits as vicky dropped to her knees and sucked him his cock tasted of sweat and smelled like liniment oh yes he groaned thank you thank you vicky sucked him hard and played with his balls when she felt his balls pull up she knew he was going to come she took his pecker as deep as she could his gray pubic hair tickled her nose He too only lasted a few seconds in her expert mouth. Om nom nom! The old guy grunted as he came and pushed his hips against the younger woman's face. He had a bit more jizz than the kid and Vicky swallowed it all. She stood up and he was shaking. She noticed his eyes were tearing up. He hugged her and told her that he was sixty-seven and that was his first ever blowjob. His wife didn't do that. Vicky left them standing in the aisle smiling at each other. She laughed thinking the kid and the senior would both have a story to tell their friends about their first blow jobs. She hoped the old guy would tell his wife. She tasted the cum on her lips and knew she needed to leave the mall before she got into trouble. The taste and feel of the two strange cocks got her pussy churning. Just before the exit she saw a good-looking guy by the restrooms. She turned to go to him. She wasn't sure what she was going to do but fucking him in the men's room was a thought. She stopped in her tracks when a woman came out of the ladies' room and hooked her arm in his. She thought to approach them for a threesome but was not that brave. On the way home, Vicky spotted a bar in a section of town she had not been to before, which wasn't strange because most of the town she had not been to before. It was right beside a little movie theater. There were lots of cars and trucks in the parking lot and a couple bikes. It was called Vic's Hideaway. This is fate, she said out loud. A place for Vic to hide away. She parked and went inside. It was quiet and nice inside. There were lots of couples eating. She felt safe. She sat at the bar and ordered a wine. She was thinking to wash away the taste of the double BJ, but in the back of her mind she knew she was looking for a fuck. She needed to be careful of how much and what she drank or she might end up fucking the whole bar. Carl and Jesse were playing pool in a connecting room and they spotted her when she came in. Damn that fucking broad is hot. Look at dem tits, Carl said. I would love to break my dick off in her ass, Jesse said. I bet she's waiting for some rich guy. A bitch like that only goes for rich cock, Carl said, taking his shot. Yeah. Unless you got a Porsche and a trunk full of cocaine, you ain't getting none of that high-class pussy, Jesse echoed. After about a half hour, the crowd started to thin out. It was couples getting a bite before the movie. By 9.30 there were only two other women there besides Vicky. She looked around and noticed they dimmed the lights after the food crowd left. The music was getting louder and there were more single men coming in than couples. Around 10 she had gotten control over her urge to fuck someone and figured it was time to leave. Hey sweet Tang, where you off to? It was Carl. Me? Vicky asked. Of course beautiful, Jesse said. I couldn't help but notice you when you came in, but I thought you were waiting for someone. No, I'm not. My husband is out of town, and I just wanted to get out for a bit, Vicky said. What's your name? Jesse stuck out his hand. Donna. Vicky had decided on that name before she came in. She shook Jesse's hand. He had a nice firm grip. Well, Donna, you wanna? What do you mean? She said. Pool baby. You want to play some pool? Jesse pointed to the tables in the other room. Oh no. I don't know how to play pool. I'll teach you. Come on. It'll be fun. You came out for some fun, didn't you? Jesse said, smiling wide. I did come out for some fun. She told herself. I'm Jess and this is Carl. He was standing close to Vicky and his cologne was very nice. Exciting almost. He had the deepest blue eyes she had ever seen. She went with him as he gently tugged her hand and pulled her off the stool. Jesse led her to the back room. Vicky didn't see the guys low five each other behind her back. Carl grabbed his crotch and made a fucking motion behind her as they walked. Vicky was having fun pretending to learn how to play pool. She knew the guys were able to see up her skirt when she bent over. A couple times one of them lifted her skirt higher with his cue. They were touching and pushing up against her more than they needed to, but she was enjoying the attention. She had a couple more drinks than she planned and was feeling it. She bent over to make a shot, and Carl stuck his cue between her legs and pushed it against her crotch. He slid it back and forth. Vicky could feel her pussy getting warmer from the action. I can't make my shot when you do that, you naughty boy. She chided. She disengaged the cue from between her thighs and moved to make a different shot. Jesse was standing behind her, showing her how to make a shot, and his hard cock was pressed against her ass. Vicky wiggled her butt. Is that your pool cue poking me? She asked laughing. That's Jessie's big stick. He said in her ear. He was leaning across her back. His cologne was getting to her. She didn't know that Jessie used a pheromone lace brand. Vicky missed the shot. Darn it. She said. She laughingly pushed Jessie away and bent over again to make the shot. Jessie used the end of the pool cue to lift her skirt in the back. Donna, I can see the crack of your ass through them little panties of yours. Jessie said. No, you can't. Vicky said. She twisted and lifted her skirt and tried to see. You cannot. You're just being naughty. I can too. Where? She asked innocently. Jessie bent her over the table and lifted her skirt. The thin striped panties were in full view. They were stretched tight across her ass. He put one hand on her back and hooked a finger into waistband of her panties. He pulled them down to the bottom of her ass. Her bare butt was presented to both men along with a behind view of her pussy lips. Right here. He ran a finger down her crack to her pussy. Stop it. Stop being so naughty. Vicky giggled. She pulled her panties up. She was having fun. I know what the trouble is. Carl said. He pushed Jesse aside and took his place. See Jesse. He grabbed Vicky's tits. These get in the way. Cut it out. She giggled. You'll make me miss again. Vicky almost let out a pleasure moan when Carl grabbed her. It felt good to have strong hands fondling her. The cock against her butt and his mauling her tits made her want to be bad. Why not? It wasn't like she wasn't already a slut. She was fucking and sucking Mike and Andy. These guys were no different dot a couple more blowjobs might just do the trick of making her feel better about herself. She always felt better when she made a man happy. She pulled Carl's hands off her chest and straightened up. She turned to face him. Their hips were pressed together. You know what might be fun? She said, grabbing his hands and putting them back on her tits. He pinched her nipples and she closed her eyes and moaned. He kissed her hard on the mouth. That was nice, Vicky said when he broke the kiss. Jesse moved in to get his share. Vicky wriggled free from Carl's arms AMD looked at them. I was thinking you two should play and the winner gets a special treat. Got him, Jesse. This gal has an idea there. Carl said. He hooked a finger in Vicky's top and tugged. She stopped him. Uh. She waggled her finger at him. You gotta win first. She squeezed her way around Carl and sat on a chair in the corner. The guys began playing. Every time one of them bent over for a shot from the corner near her, Vicky would stick her hand between his legs and squeeze his cock. The game was taking longer than they wanted so the guys secretly agreed that Carl was the winner of the first and Jesse would be for the next. Carl shot a ball into the pocket. Ha ha! I win! He shouted. Vicky looked at the table and there were still a lot of balls there. But there's still balls on the table. She said. This is nine ball. Carl said. You just have to get the nine ball in and you win. He walked toward Vicky. Now time for my reward, Donna. How about you don't worry about the balls on the table and start to concentrate on the balls that are hanging right here? His crotch was level with her face. He traced his fingers around the outline of his hard-on. Vicky looked around. There were a few guys at the other tables watching. I don't know. Those guys are watching us. Hell, don't worry about them. He said. They won't mind. Vicky stared at his bulge. She did want to see it and taste it. She moved her hands to his zipper and undid him. She reached inside and pulled it out. It smelled strongly of sweat and musk. She rubbed it on her face reveling in the scent. She opened her mouth and took him in. Oh yeah girl. Suck that cock. Carl groaned as Vicky sucked him. Vicky's hand went between her legs and rubbed her itchy pussy. Carl turned and gave the thumbs up to Jesse. He held Vicky's head and she stuck her arm between his legs and put her hand on his ass. She pushed his hips so he was fucking her face. Carl reached into her top and played with her naked tit. Vicky moaned at the touch of his flesh on hers. It felt so good. She pushed her own hand inside her panties and stuck a finger in her cunt. Carl pinched her nipple and that made her suck him harder. She stopped pushing his ass so she could jerk it. Vicky took her mouth off his dick and licked his balls. Forget doing that shit. This ain't a date. Suck my goddamn cock. Carl growled. The woman slurked and slobbered on his cock. She felt his balls tighten and sucked harder. I'm coming, honey. Suck that cock, you fucking tramp. Swallow my kids. Carl bellowed. He pumped his hips against her face. Vicky swallowed it all. She reluctantly released his deflating dick. Oopsie. All done. She said, holding his soft dick. When Carl stepped back, Vicky saw six fellas standing in a semicircle around her. They all had their hands on their zippers. I'm next. Jesse said. He pulled her to her feet. What are you doing? Vicky started to protest. I don't want no BJ. I want some of that uptown pussy. He bent her over the table. The guys gathered around to block the view from the other room. No, Vicky said. She was struggling. No sex. No. Jesse grabbed her panties and pulled them to her knees. Two guys held her hands. Jesse roughly shoved two fingers in her twat. He moved them around and pulled them out. He made a show of putting them under his nose. Smells like a sloppy wet cunt that went slumming and got more than she bargained for. He put his hand on her back and rubbed his cock head against her pussy lips. Vicky struggled harder. She tried to scream but Jesse covered her mouth as he pulled her head back. Oh Donna. I wanna Fuck your twata. And I'm gonna. Oh, um um Oh oh oh. I'm fucking me an uptown ho. He sang into her ear as he pushed into her. Vicky tried to fight but she was too worked up. Three blow jobs plus the finger fucking and now a stiff cock pounding her. The sensation was too much. His cock sliding in and out was heating her up. She still had the taste of Carl in her mouth. It wasn't long before she pushed her hips back to meet his thrusts. Jesse stopped moving and put his hands on his hips. Vicky did the fucking. Look at that hoe. She loves cock so much she's fucking him. Oh God. Oh God. She cried, "I'm going to come fuck me harder, you son of a bitch!" Vicky cried out. Jesse grabbed her hair. No one calls my mother a bitch, you cocksucking whore tramp. He pushed hard on the back of her head and smashed her face into the pool table. Vicky felt intense pain and saw a blinding flash behind her eyes. She was going to pass out. Jesse pounded his cock into her even harder. will it! I'm coming, you cunt! Take that uptown with you! He cried out as he came. He pumped his hips a couple more times, then pulled out his spent cock and wiped it on her new skirt. Vicky struggled to get up, and the guys let go of her arms. She staggered and fell against the wall. Her lip was cut and bleeding, her eye was starting to swell. She grabbed her purse and struggled to pull her underwear up. I have to go. She mumbled. You ain't going nowhere, bitch. Someone said. She reached into her purse for her phone. She needed help. She got her phone open and felt for the auto dial. Hands roughly grabbed her and stopped her from leaving. The guys circled her and walked her to the rear exit. They pushed the door open and threw her out. Vicky stumbled into the alley. She tried to run but could only shuffle. She hit the auto-dial button and then hit five. Help me! I'm at Vic's hideaway. Help me! Help me! She shouted. Shut the fuck up, you stupid cunt whore! Someone said and knocked the phone away. The six men stood around her in a circle pushing her from one guy to the next. Someone pulled her top down. Everyone cheered when her tits were bared. Fingers pinched and pulled her nipples as she was passed around the circle. They were hurting her. Someone reached under her skirt and painfully pinched her ass. Vicky was getting dizzy. One guy grabbed her shoulders and stopped her. A bunch of us ain't come yet but you are going to fix that. You are what we call a meat hole. We got the meat, you got the holes. We're gonna play a game we call round robin. We pass you around until the sun comes up and the robins come out. On your knees, cunt. The six guys tightened the circle. Vicky had no escape. The gravel cut her knees as his hands pushed her down. Six stiff cocks were suddenly in her face. She gagged from the smell of garbage and urine in the alley. Don't bite or we will bust your teeth out and fuck your bloody gums. She knew they meant it. She opened her mouth and took in the first one. She took a cock in each hand and jerked them. She hoped she might get a couple to come that way. It didn't take long for the first guy to grunt as her experienced mouth brought him off. Vicky tried not to swallow but they held her nose and mouth shut until she did. They cheered when they pried her mouth open to show she had. The group of men shifted and the cock she had been pulling was now ready for sucking. He lasted longer. She screamed around his dick as he grabbed her tit and twisted her nipple hard. It took several minutes for him to come and pump his load down the terrified woman's throat. They cheered again when she swallowed it all. Her lip was hurting bad now, and she thought she was going to throw up. The next cock smelled and tasted like he hadn't washed in a month. Vicky gagged as he pumped her face. The guy got angry at her reaction. My cock ain't good enough for your uptown mouth, you piece of shit slut. He pushed her head off his cock and punched Vicky in the face. She fell and he kicked her in the ribs. Vicky groaned in pain and held her ribs. She rolled back and forth on the filthy pavement. She felt his hands roll her onto her stomach. The housewife's panties were ripped off. They all cheered once more as her naked ass came into view. Vicky felt him kneeling between her spread legs. He laid across her back. Eowuf! She screamed as his cock savagely ripped into her unlubricated asshole. Just before she passed out she saw a light come from the doorway. How's my cock taste now, bitch? The guy yelled as he pounded her ass. Two guys came out of the pool room like maniacs. One had a pool cue the other a tire iron. The guy with the pool cue slammed it against the face of the guy raping Vicky in the ass. Blood spurted from his flattened nose as he dropped like a sack of bricks. The other guy swung the tire iron into the jaw of the guy standing closest to him. He heard a crack and blood splattered everywhere. Carl fell to the ground, losing three teeth and half his jaw. Then Pool Q guy swung and hit Jesse in the knee. Jesse went down and the cue came across his face and busted his nose, cheekbones and front teeth. Tyre iron to the groin and a kick in the face on the way down, greeted another of the six. The last two looked around at the broken and bleeding bodies on the pavement, rolling in pain or unconscious. They figured no pussy was that good. They ran away. Vicky flailed her fists as Mike bent down to get her. Sure, sure, hey. Hey. You're safe now, he said soothingly, while warding off her feeble blows. Vicky opened her one-not-swollen eye. She smiled. I knew you'd come, she said before she passed out again. Vicky had the strangest dream. There were hands all over her. They were carrying her, and undressing her, and washing her. The hands washed her body but not in a sexual way. They washed her face and then put some kind of cream on it. They even washed her hair. Strange dream. Oh shit, my head hurts, she said. She touched her face. Aw, it felt swollen and she was having trouble seeing out of her eye. She tried to move and every part of her hurt. Her ribs mostly. She got about halfway up and felt lightheaded. She fell back and went to sleep. So what the fuck are we going to do? Andy asked. I don't know. Mike answered. She isn't our woman. She's married to someone else. We shouldn't be the one she calls when she's in trouble. Well, if her asshole husband wasn't out of town, she would have called him, Mike said. Would she? Besides, that's not the point. If he wasn't out of town, she never would have gone out trying to get laid or whatever it was she was doing. What was she doing in that dive anyway? Fuck. I don't even go into that place, and I only live a couple blocks away. I know why. When you do go there, you beat people up, Mike said laughing. Can't take you anywhere. It's a good thing we got there when we did, or she would have been a lot more messed up. By the way, you did okay for an old guy. Andy said, I'm only forty-five that's the new thirty. Mike said, I'm only forty. What's that? Andy asked. That's still forty. It doesn't become the new anything until forty-five. Mike said, You are so full of crap. Andy laughed. What are we going to do about that woman? He asked again. They were sitting on Vicky's couch. They had spent the night to make sure she was okay. They cleaned her up and patched her up. MK gave her a couple Valium he had. Then they put her to bed. Tell her it was fun but it's over. Don't call us anymore. She's too much to handle. It ain't like she's our woman. She's got a husband for Christ's sake. Mike said. And then we just stop with her. That sounds like a plan. Andy said. It's getting to be too much. It's only been a few days, but I'm jealous of her husband. I'm angry over the time he gets to spend with her, and it's not me. I can't tell you how I felt when I saw her beat up in that alley. Oh, fuck. Don't tell me that. She ain't your wife. She ain't even your girlfriend. She's his wife, and we are just banging her. Mike said, Where does this go in your fantasy world? She leaves him and the two of you live happily ever after, until she cheats on you. Oh no, even better. Dustin realizes the error of his ways and says, Gee Andy, I now know she is too much woman for me and you have my blessing to fuck her whenever you want. You can be such a prick sometimes. I know it will never happen but I miss having a wife. I miss being important to someone. I know you had problems with your ex, but I didn't. I liked having someone telling me they loved me when I left for work. Andy answered. And you think she loves you? Mike snapped back. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she could. Why are you mad at me? Because. I know she is nothing but trouble. If we keep on with her it will be a train ride through hell. Mike said. And you'll be the first in line for a ticket. Andy said. You're mad because you feel the same way. I saw how much you cared when you saw her face all bloody. Go fuck yourself. Mike answered. He went in the kitchen to get a beer. Vicky woke up again and this time she heard voices downstairs. She remembered bits and pieces of last night, and was afraid those bad men were in her house just taking a break before they came back up to hurt her again. She needed to get someplace safe. She hoped maybe she could sneak away. She slipped out of bed, gritting her teeth against the pain. She had to stay bent over because of her ribs. She wondered why she was wearing a nightgown. No time to wonder about that now. She had to get out. She slowly shuffled along the wall, holding it with one hand and her side with the other. She made it to the top of the stairs and stopped again. The men were right downstairs in the living room. She heard one of them ask what to do with her. They were going to kill her. Suddenly she realized she knew the one voice. No, she knew two of them. She listened and they were the only ones talking. Oh my god! What are they doing here? They had to leave. They couldn't be here in the daylight. She heard them talk and the night before came flooding back. She started to gag and thought she was going to throw up. She put her hand over her mouth. She wanted to scream when she remembered the punches and kicks. She gingerly touched her face and ribs. She winced in pain. She remembered her ass being on fire as some guy drove his dick in it. No wonder it was hurting to sit on the hall floor. Then she remembered there was a fight and she was rescued. Mike and Andy must have come to save her. That's why she had a nightgown on. They took care of her. Cleaned her up and patched her wounds. The dream of the mysterious caring hands wasn't a dream after all. It was these two guys who claimed all they wanted was sex, caring for her. Trying to get her well. She started to cry. She couldn't remember the last time she felt like someone actually cared for her. But Mike was right, she was married. Mike came back with two beers. So, what? He said as he gave Andy a beer. We have to cut her loose. But I don't want to. Andy said. Yeah, me either. Mike said, plopping down in a chair. It's not just the sex, although that is great. It's more and I can't put my finger on it. She'd probably scream in pain if you put your finger on it. Andy said. But I know what you mean. I like her and you do too or you wouldn't have come running to the rescue when she called. She's a cock addict but I like being around her. It makes me feel good the way she looks at me. Like maybe I mean more to her than just a hard cock. You certainly mean more than that to me. Mike said. Fuck you, Andy said, with that hard cock? Please, Mike said mocking. Vicky heard them and couldn't believe it. She did think of them as more than just a means for sex. She liked being around them too. But she knew she was too much of a tramp for any decent man to love. And despite the way they started, she considered them decent men. She moved toward the bedroom. She was safe with them here and she didn't want to hear anymore. She didn't want to hear when they decided to leave her. It was almost dark outside when Vicky woke again. There was a half glass of water and some painkillers on the nightstand. She smiled but it hurt. It was sweet that the guys thought of it before they left her. She took the painkillers. Vicky struggled to get up. It hurt real bad. She went to the mirror. One side of her face was swollen. Her lip was cut. There was a cut over her eye. Her face was a bit yellow on that side. Her wrist was black and blue but that was from her husband. She reached around and felt her butt, that was sore too. She mustered her courage, untied the nightgown and let it fall to the floor. There was a tenser bandage around her middle keeping her ribs from hurting too bad. Her one side was black and blue from under her boob to her hip. There were cuts and scratches on her knees and elbows. Her boobs had several black and blue marks near the nipples. There was a bruise on her back she had trouble seeing and it felt like a tooth was loose. Vicky was stunned. She looked like she had been in a car crash. How was she going to explain this to Dustin? He was going to beat her. Dustin! Oh shit. What time was it? What day was it? How many times had he called and she wasn't there to answer? Was he on his way home now? She sat on the bed. She was alone. Mike and Andy had left her, as they should. Her husband was going to leave her. She had no job. No money. Where would she go? Vicky wished she had died in that alley. At least it would be done. Vicky started to cry. She stumbled to the bathroom. It hurt real bad when she did her business. She looked in the bowl and was relieved there was no blood. At least she wasn't busted up too bad inside. She made her way back to the bed. The painkillers were working. She flopped on the covers and fell asleep hoping this was a bad dream but she knew it was not Vicky's tit was sending signals to her brain. Signals that were sparking little jolts in her pleasure center. She moaned in her sleep. It felt good. And she liked the feeling. She slowly opened her eye and gazed at her right breast. She was on her back, covered by a sheet, except for one tit, and a finger was flicking at her erect nipple. Her nipple moved and then bounced back. Flick. 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 Each flick sent a jolt to the feel good area of her brain. Will you stop that? She heard Andy say. Vicky moved her eye to see where his voice was coming from. He was standing in the doorway holding a cup and saucer. He moved to the bed. I can't help it. You know I'm a tit man and her nipples are so cute. See how they like the attention? Mike said. Vicky looked toward his voice. He was sitting beside the bed and leaning forward. It was his finger that was casually flicking her. She smiled at him. He smiled back and moved his hand. You don't have to stop. She mumbled. Her throat was dry and her mouth felt like a cat had shit in it. Whoa. Mike said, moving his face back. Stinky. Drink this, Andy said. He handed the cup to Mike and helped Vicky sit up. He put a pillow behind her. Not you, he said taking the cup from Mike as he was about to drink. He gave it to Vicky. Careful it's hot. He covered her chest with the sheet. Vicky took a sip. It was tea. Where did he get it? There's no tea in the house? Did he go out and buy tea? Was she in her house? She looked around. Yes. She took another sip. It was warm going down and soothed her. Mike moved the sheet so her nipple was exposed. Is that all you think about? Andy said. No. But with the shape she's in, it's all I can do. He flicked her nipple. I like it. Vicky said taking another sip. See. Mike said. Brack. He gave Andy a raspberry. You are both like a couple sex-crazed teenagers. He's obsessed with boobies and you. He was shaking his head at her. Vicky started to sob. Mike took the cup from her and put it on the table. He leaned in and hugged her. I thought you you left me. She cried the words out. I felt so aloeni. No, sweetie, we're still here. Mike said gently, rubbing her back. Vicky's body jerked as the sobs came out. She cried for several minutes while Mike held her. She tried to talk between the tears. T h a hurt me so baby bad. I w w was so oscsc scared. I know, honey, but you're safe now. The bad men are not here, he said. After several minutes she calmed down and kissed his cheek. He let her go and she rested against the pillow. She was ashamed of her behavior. She hung her head. Mike gave her the cup. She drank it without looking at them. She finished it. What day is it? She asked. Saturday night, Mike said. Dustin? She asked, looking up. He was going to call. And that fucking phone was ringing off the goddamn hook until Mike got the idea to pull the outside wire. And he said. He saw the worry on her face. If he calls the phone company they will tell him it's line trouble. We checked. And then we called the conference to make sure he's still there, he is. What about this? She touched her face. Ow. Mike came up with an explanation for that. He drinks more than I do so has had more experience with excuses. Your excuses. Andy continued. That you missed him so much, you got drunk, tripped on a pillow on the floor, and smashed into that huge wood coffee table you have downstairs. Vicky looked at him in disbelief. Her mind grabbed the excuse and picked at it. No one would believe they might. Dustin would. He thought she was clumsy. Especially when she drank. She would have to change the missing him part, but it could work, Dot. Why did you think we left you? Mike asked. Because I'm a tramp and a whore. I'm a terrible person. No one can care about a person like me for long. I always let them down, Vicky said sadly. You didn't let us down. We let you down, Andy said. What? How? We were going to come by because we knew he was out of town, but we didn't want you to think we needed you. We wanted you to call us, Andy answered. If we had come over, you wouldn't have gone out on your own. You need me? Why would you need a whore like me? You may be a whore, but like you said, you're our whore, Mike said. I think I'm in love with you guys, Vicky said tearfully. You can't, Mike said sadly. Why? Because you are married, he told her. But I don't want to be. Not to him. Mike stood up and kissed her forehead. We can talk about this later. We will stay tonight, but we have to leave tomorrow. And he kissed her too. The next morning Vicky woke up feeling better. She checked herself in the mirror. The cuts were healing nicely. Her side hurt a lot less and the swelling on her face was down enough that she could almost open her mouth fully. Not enough to get a cock in there but enough to eat food and she was starving. She put on a robe and went downstairs. She peeked in the guest bedroom and Mike was sleeping. In the living room Mandy was on the couch. She made coffee and bacon and eggs. She was putting the food on a platter when a pair of arms gently hugged her. She reached back and felt for his pecker. Before he spoke a word she said, Good morning, Andy. I see you are awake and up this morning. He kissed her neck. How did you know it was me? Vicky squeezed his erection. You are a girl of many talents. He said, You want breakfast? I sure do. Mike said, Coming into the kitchen. Will you put some pants on? I don't want to see your stiffy bouncing around while I eat. Andy said, releasing Vicky and taking the platter. She doesn't seem to mind. Mike said, walking up to Vicky and sliding his hands in her robe. Where's my titties? He opened her robe. Good morning, girls. I see you are both awake. A little bruised and battered, though. He held both tits in his hands and kissed the nipples. Mmm. Vicky moaned. You had better stop that or you'll have to eat me before the eggs. Promises, promises. Mike grabbed the toast as it popped up and put it on the table. Vicky got some juice and joined them at the table. The three of them ate in silence until Vicky couldn't stand it any longer. Are you going to ask? Ask what, sweetie? Mike said. What I was doing in that place. Vicky said. We know what you were doing. Andy said. For the same reason we go to bars. People get lonely. Of course our choices are a little more upscale. Vicky smiled. She watched Mike shoveling food in his mouth. Andy shook his head and kicked Mike under the table. Ow. What? Andy tilted his head toward Vicky. Fuck, you stopped me from eating for that. He looked at her. This is great, you cook as well as you fuck. I'll Stop it. Okay, here it is. Vicky prepared herself for the bad news. She was losing them. She put her head down and clenched her fists. We know you are a sexually charged woman and there may be times that two cocks are not enough and we just can't satisfy you. Let's face it. Andy is not getting any younger. But I... Vicky started but Mike stopped her with a finger across her lips. Hey look, you can stop her from talking with a finger too. Vicky opened her mouth and bit his finger. He pulled it away but she didn't say anything. We're both lonely and tired of the dating scene. It started with you as a way to get back at Dustin because we both hate him. Somewhere along the way we both realized that being with you was the time we longed for. You are sexy, beautiful, funny and make us feel alive. His wife is gone. My wife is gone. Before you, we spent time alone in our places wishing someone else was there. We like being in a relationship. You are married and that is up to you to decide what to do with that. All that being said, it's probably not a good idea but we would like to continue seeing you if you want to. You make us feel needed. Vicky looked at Andy and he was nodding his head. She moved over and kissed him on the lips. She went to Mike and kissed him. I want that very much. Vicky said cheerfully. One condition. Andy said. You must never ever again go out looking for cock on your own, or we are gone. If you need some more cock, we'll go find it together. Agreed, Vicky said. She was happier than she had been in a long time. Her two men still wanted her. She was their whore. After breakfast, Vicky said she wanted to take a shower but wasn't sure she was steady enough on her feet. She asked the guys if they could join her to keep her from falling. In the shower her ass was still sore but her pussy was fine and she found that her ribs didn't hurt all that much when she came. Well, the third time they did, but it was worth it. Dustin came home the next day. He was furious about the phone and called the company to complain about the slip-shod service and connecting the line to the house. He laughed when Vicky told him how she got hurt and called her a clumsy bitch. She told him that she was upset he could be so uncaring and moved into the guest bedroom. She needed a place to make her plans for leaving him. She wondered if the guys would take her in or if she would have to get her own place. A couple days later she went for a STD test. She knew the guys at that bar were a good risk for something. Fortunately she didn't get anything but she made a mental note to use condoms when fucking strangers. The End This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.